Redesigned. The Charlotte Hornets select Kobe Bryant from Lower Marion High School in Pennsylvania. Kobe has been going and he keeps it going with the backhand layup. Bryant again for the late Kobe's baseline, got it again. Kobe counted foul. Kobe goes straight to the dribble in the lane, laid up and in. Kobe with it now. Lakers lead 105-96, another three. This would be 18 for 20 from the line and an 81 point game, 55 in the second half. Ladies and gentlemen, you have witnessed the second greatest scoring performance in NBA history. Really it's just about curiosity, right? When you have a curiosity, you have a thirst to learn and to get better. And that's at the foundation of everything is asking why. Why did this move work? Why does this particular tactic work? And you just, that curiosity, how do you train better? How do you eat better? From curiosity, everything else is built upon that. It's hard to find that thing that you love that much, isn't it? I mean, that, that's kind of the key to this whole deal. For those of us that are really lucky, you can find what that thing is at a very early age. Other times, it requires a lot more work. It requires a lot of trying and experimenting. Right. When you find that thing, it's like, right? You don't have to wake up in the morning and psych yourself up. Like, oh man, I got to do this today. All right, I got to get jazzed up. You know, like every morning you wake up, you're like, I can't wait. I can't wait, and, and that's like, you know, that's more than 80% of the battle. And that was your Monday morning motivation from the late, great Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, who sadly passed away just last night. I actually can't believe I'm saying this. This is just mad. So, so sad. Um, yeah, that was just to honor Kobe Bryant such an inspirational figure in the world of sports and just an all-round role model he was a family man and tragically his daughter died along with him as well um so condolences to his family anyone that might have known him and he'll definitely be missed what a start to 2020 a massive reminder to remember that tomorrow is not promised. If you've got something to do, you've got a goal that you want to achieve, you got to get started on that ASAP. Seriously. Tomorrow is not promised, guys. What have we got this week? This week, we're going to be talking about Twitter and the edit feature. Disney Plus is being released earlier than expected. Plus, an app that lets strangers find your name and even your address just by taking a picture of you. All of that and more coming up after the intro. Are you sure you can blame it on social media? Flexing is good for business. Spending money makes you money. Bitcoin down more than 30% this week. Redesigned. You've got to put in the effort every single day. Running a business isn't for everyone. They need role models and not just movie stars and athletes. We are the digital influencers. They're creating content. There's no denying the power of digital media, but it also poses a real challenge. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Redesign Podcast. This is episode 62. Don't forget, if you want to get involved in the conversation, use the hashtag on Twitter redesign pod you can also follow the redesigned instagram account 
at Redesigned Pod. With that being said, let's get cracking with this week's podcast. So the Metropolitan Police have announced that they plan to go live with facial recognition in London. Yep, we're living in those times. Like It's proper sci-fi stuff. They talked about it a few years on and off. They're trying to get our minds ready for the possibility. Um, They've trialled it before. But yet, Met Police have announced that they are definitely going to be deploying facial recognition cameras across London. So um, they're saying it's going to be um, part of an effort to tackle serious crime. So they're talking about money laundering, uh, obviously drugs. A lot of people are saying that it's a good thing if you've got nothing to hide. But I don't know. Privacy. We never really had any in the first place, let's be real. Um, Just looking at some tweets, the Met Police have actually tweeted it. They've said, we're using the latest technology to tackle crime and keep Londoners safe. Live facial recognition will assist us to locate and identify those wanted by police for violent offences and serious crimes. So this software basically is like if you've watched Born Identity or Mission Impossible or anything like that, uh, where it just tracks your face and it can actually identify you, your name and whatever. And it just lets the system know whether um, you are known to the police or wanted. It's kind of like how AMPR works. So, you know, like when you drive to a car park, a secure car park, and it takes a picture of your registration plate. It knows whether you've paid or not, or it knows what time you drove in and whatnot. Basically, this is going to be like AMPR for human beings. So we're all going to be tracked. We're all going to be in this database. And the mad thing is, all right, cool. It could reduce crime, but... At the end of the day, what happens when the people in charge of actually supplying the police these photos are corrupt? What happens then? You know, because if they put a certain person's photograph in the database and now you're being flagged up and it's not even you that's got anything to do with the crime, you know, it could get peak for some of us, you know? Let's go to a quick snippet. We're used to being watched. The eyes are everywhere. Silently recording our every move. Now, something is different. Facial recognition software can pick out persons of interest, even on a crowded street. Problem? Yes, according to this man, the claimant in the first case against police use of facial recognition, which starts today. What had happened, I popped out from uh, my office to go and get a sandwich at lunchtime and I was walking down the main pedestrian shopping street in Cardiff and there was a, a police van there. Um, there was no signage, no police officers giving out information. So by the time you got close enough to see the words facial recognition technology on it, um, you'd already had your, your biometric data scanned and captured. Um, and that just struck me as a, a sort of fundamental breach of my, my privacy as a, a, a law-abiding citizen. Nobody at the 2017 Champions League final gave permission for their faces to be scanned. But South Wales Police did so all the same. They've been pioneering this technology on behalf of the government, so they have government funding. They've used it on over 50 occasions. So it's a really important moment to stop and say, do we want this on our streets? And we say no. No or yes. A decision is urgent because facial recognition is coming fast. So this body-worn camera would be mounted as they all are on the police officer's uniform and when they're in... This company's put their facial recognition software in body-worn cameras. It picks me up, no problem. Even 200 metres. The reason my face is being recognised right now is because I've sent this company my photo. 
But in the real world, the photos will come from police and counter-terrorism. So the big question for civil liberties is not who makes the technology, it's who controls the database of photos. It is a use of technology that police want to use for the right reasons. They want to help keep the public safe, they want to take bad guys off the street, and that shouldn't cause anyone any concern. That said... Who watches the watchers? The oldest question of justice needs a new answer. For eyes that now have brains. Roland Manthorpe, Sky News. So we talked about facial recognition just now, but it doesn't just stop there with the Met Police. Um, this is something that's been reported on a few days ago about a company called Clearview AI. Now they are a company which have the technology to identify individuals just by using a photo. So this is an app that this company has developed. Um, if you go on the website, clearview.ai, they are giving information about what they do. Um, there's been lots of concern online about how information is going to be used. So basically someone could literally take a picture of you and use it to find your name, your address, um, all kinds of personal information just by using a photo. So which kind of like um, leads me to thinking about how, you know, when we first joined social media, we didn't really know the implications of sharing every um, everything about our lives. We used to post pictures about everything we're doing, like our achievements, where we've been on holiday, our family members, kids, everything. Could that now be coming back to bite us in the ass? Because the technology is now here to identify us by using pictures. And the funny, the funny thing about this app is that it scraped from a database of photos from social media. Yep, that is the scary part. Gonna go to a quick snippet in a moment from a podcast that was recorded about this. But before we do that, just looking at the Clearview website, it says Clearview facts, public information only. Clearview searches the open web. Clearview does not and cannot search any private or protected info included in your private social media accounts. That is a lie because it has come to light that they are able to scrape databases from Facebook, Instagram, Venmo, and also YouTube as well. A startup that is collecting face recognition information from everywhere. It's called Clearview. They're scraping images from Facebook, from Instagram, and uh, they're not completely forthcoming about what they're doing and how they're doing it, but her headline is well, the secret deal company. So yeah, right, right. Yeah. The secretive company that might end privacy as we know it. Law enforcement is using their massive database. Uh, the problem is, you know, uh, there's you're not opting into it. If you've got images up on the internet, uh, you're probably in the Clearview uh, database. Um, they claim to have scraped from Facebook, YouTube, Ven Venmo, Venmo, where you put your profile picture on it. Millions of other websites, a database of three billion images. Uh, federal law enforcement says we don't uh, we don't really know how uh, it works or who's behind it, but we sure love it. We sure like to use it. <laughs> Imagine adding that capability to those contact lenses. Uh, you'd know as you walk down the street. Oh, oh, that guy's a convicted felon. Oh, that guy's got an outstanding warrant. Uh, oh, that guy's <laughs> just a scary looking. 
Um, this is a, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't normally like stories that are designed to scare you, but this does, this does scare me a little bit. So it's Peter Thiel. I didn't yeah, realize that. I don't yeah, know. he's he's backing it. Yeah, um, he did Palantir, which was another sh- kind of sh- company working in the shadows, also widely used by law enforcement, gathering information for a variety of sources, not face recognition, but database information, uh, and then selling it uh, to uh, law enforcement. Um, in fact, if you think if you if you have read your Tolkien, you know what a Palantir is, isn't it? One of those things <laughs> the wizards use to see. Like a crystal ball anywhere in the world, all the Palantirs are connected. Um, it's a little creepy, I guess. Hey, did you see Anon on uh, Netflix? Not yet. Is it good? Well, it's good um, because the idea of this is uh, Clive Owen plays detective, um, and and it, as he's walking, he gets information on everyone he sees as he's walking. Exactly, because every single well, yeah, uh, and and then there's somebody who actually has anonymity. Uh, and the whole that's the most dangerous person of all right yes in a land where everybody's face is in the database who are the suspects people who aren't and that that's the that's precisely the problem let me know if you think it's okay for us to have facial recognition do you think it's a step too far do you welcome it do you mind do you not care let me know don't forget to use the hashtag redesign pod on twitter Oh, and before we move on, if you are not subscribed already, whatever you're listening on, whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on, don't forget to hit the follow or subscribe button to make sure you don't miss new episodes every Monday on tech news, digital culture, all of that good stuff. But yeah, let's move on. According to the BBC, in 2018, UK police said the number of recorded sexual offences involving online dating sites and apps had almost doubled compared to four years earlier. So, what are Tinder doing about this? Tinder are owned by one of the biggest dating companies out there called The Match Group. They also own plenty of Fish, OkCupid and Hinge. And they're planning to add two new safety features. One is a panic button and another one is a catfish prevention measure. Hmm. We are living in some very mad times. Uh, yeah, I think it's good that they do the catfish thing because there's a lot of deception going on. Um, but that's not really any of my business because I'm married, so like I don't really care. But I'm here to bring you the news anyway. But yeah, the um, the new functions are going to include emergency assistance with location tracking, and also for the anti-catfish feature, there will be photo verification. So how does that work? Basically, they're going to use human-assisted AI to check that profile pictures match um, a selfie that they're going to ask you to take. So you've got to do several real-time selfies and, um, yeah, a human being is actually going to check and verify um, as well as using the AI to make sure that, you know, you're not using somebody else's pictures. So it says Match Group Chief Executive Mandy Ginsberg said it will be the first dating company to invest in an emergency response service. A safe and positive dating experience is crucial to our business, she said. Speaking of that, Cool School on the 13th of February, we're going to be talking about relationships in the digital age. We're going to be talking about stuff like this, uh, online dating, Tinder, online boundaries, chirps in versus sliding in the DMs. We don't do, you remember, do you know what, yeah? I'm old school, yeah. I remember having a phone book. Okay, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. I'm not that old. 
But um, yeah, shit is different now, man. Shit is different. Anyway, make sure if you haven't got a ticket, if you're living around London, if you want to come down to that, tickets are available on Eventbrite. So just type in Cool School or go to our Instagram page at Cool School Gram. I'm going to leave a link in the description if you want to buy tickets. Tickets are just £10 and it's going to be at the University of East London West Building on the second floor. So uh, make sure you get your skin down there. We're going to have quizzes, drinks, snacks, all that good stuff. So you get to learn stuff, socialise and make new friends as well as, you know, get a chance to maybe win a couple of prizes and that. Let's go for a quick break. What we going to do right here is go back. Way back. Back into time. In the future, you won't change what you say. Just how you say it. In the future, they'll think it's strange that voices ever traveled down wires. In the future, no one will be tied down. And in the future, the skies will be clearer because the world of communications will be wire free. Don't worry. The future's bright. Orange. We've wanted one feature on Twitter for the longest time. I've been on Twitter since like 2009, 2010. I'm an OG. I've been, on, I've been in the game for about 10, 11 years, right? And the one thing I've wanted is the edit feature. The worst thing is when you, you tweet something banging and then you get the link wrong and you're already getting retweets or you spell something wrong or you whatever you've written just doesn't make any sense it's just grammatically incorrect you just can't be looking stupid out here so you have to delete the whole tweet and then write it again these days when I tweet stuff if I really tweet things that I think are profound (laughs) I always make sure I copy it before I send it because you just just never know but yeah we're like we're not getting this edit feature and it looks like we might not ever get it because the Twitter co-founder, um, the CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, said he said it himself that the edit button is not on the cards and likely never will be. Um, just going to go to a quick snippet from a video um, that was posted just the other week. Let's get into that right now. Hi, my name is Jack Dorsey and I'm one of the co-founders of Twitter and this is Twitter Support. At Tazy Doris asks, I owe Twitter, can we get that edit button in 2020? The answer is no. The reason there's no edit button, there hasn't been an edit button traditionally, is we started as a SMS text messaging service. So as you all know, when you send a text, you can't really take it back. We wanted to preserve that vibe and that feeling uh, in the early days. But now, you know, we have an app and a lot of people are using us on the web and there's some issues with edit that we can we can solve. Um, one is you might send a tweet and then someone might retweet that and then an hour later you completely change the contents of that tweet and that person that retweeted the original tweet 
is now retweeting and rebroadcasting something completely different. So that's something to watch out for. A lot of people want it because they want to fix a quick spelling error or a broken link or whatnot. And that's great. We've considered a one minute window or a 30 second window to correct something. But that also means that we have to delay sending that tweet out because once it's out, people see it. So these are all the considerations. It's just work, but we'll probably never do it. Okay, at Southern Keeks, instead of an edit feature, Twitter should allow users to see how many times a tweet link has been copied because we all send tweets with a, did you see this one message? You know, just to liven things up, smiley face. I agree, that's a, that's a pretty good idea. We'll look at that one. So there you have it. Looks like we're never gonna get an edit feature. Never mind. Things that make you go, hmm. Did you know Tesla has just been named as the second most valuable car manufacturer in the world. And that's actually mad considering they were only founded in 2003 compared with Toyota, who is actually the number one, who were founded in 1932. What does that tell you? Listen, electric vehicles and autonomous driving is the future. It's going to take off, literally. You know, we might even have flying cars. I was watching a documentary the other day about aviation and, you know, what happened with the first few aeroplanes. It's, it's so crazy to imagine that aeroplanes have only really been around, commercial airliners have only really been around since the First World War. And that was what kind of, and that was what kind of inspired them to develop the technology because of the war. So they started to use jet engines. But when it comes to things like autonomous driving and flying cars, the only barrier really is, okay, safety. Who is going to go inside a car that flies itself? Do we drive them? Does it drive itself? But eventually, what will happen is, once we all get older and the new generation of, are getting used to this stuff and they, it doesn't seem like a big deal to them, you're going to see this in everyday life. Truth be told, if you told me that I'd be able to communicate with someone over FaceTime and like watch them over the phone in video format, I would have told you you're lying. If you said that about five, ten, if you said that 10, 15 years ago, I would have told you you were lying. Absolute witchcraft. Um, but yeah, here we are. So Disney Plus has finally given us a UK launch date and prices as well. Let us rejoice. It's probably the most eagerly awaited streaming platform probably since Netflix, especially here in the UK. Um, what streaming platform is actually bigger than Disney Plus? Like, what, When last did we actually have something like that to look forward to? It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. So it's going to be $5.99 a month um, or depending on where you are, if you're in Europe, it'll be €6.99 or it'll be £59.99 for an annual subscription. So you do get a bit of money off if you buy the annual subscription up front. Um, so yeah, it's going to launch on March the 24th and that will be in the UK, Ireland, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, Austria and Switzerland. Um, so yeah, I am going to be Listen, I don't even need to say anything. Like, I'm definitely going to be signing up. All the Marvel films, the Fox stuff, uh, National Geographic, documentaries. It's going to be lit. 
it is going to be lit. Um, what's going on with Sky TV though? Looks like it's, it's peak for them. Oh, oh, by the way, has anyone tried Apple TV? Let me know what you think of Apple TV Plus. I haven't, like, I haven't even bothered. I love Apple, but I just I don't really watch that much TV. The most airtime my TV gets is when I'm watching Netflix. That's the only thing. Netflix and YouTube is probably the most you'll catch me watching. But yeah, um, once this Disney Plus thing goes live, it's going to be a wrap. I'll probably, I probably might miss a few podcasts because I'm watching too much stuff. But yeah, anyway, yeah, Disney Plus, 24th of March, going to be $5.99 a month. That is an absolute steal. So what is going on with websites these days? Is it me or is it a little bit exhausting browsing the web on a day-to-day basis? Do you know what really annoys me? These capture things. If you don't know what a capture is, capture is basically the uh, acronym for completely automated public Turing test to tell computers and humans apart. So basically, it's a piece of artificial intelligence that is um, designed to know whether you are using some sort of hacking software to generate passwords or basically to decide whether you're a computer or a human being. That's what it does, essentially. But people are putting these on all sorts of websites. You sign up to an email list, it's going to ask you for that. Or it's going to ask you to select how many traffic lights, as many traffic lights as there are on the page or a bridge or um, select a thing with a zebra crossing or whatever. It is getting annoying. It's becoming hard work to surf the web. Not just that. You haven't just got that. Also, you've got things like cookies, cookie notifications and all this stuff where you have to confirm that you're okay with cookies and privacy policies and listen it's making websites very very messy and it's making me not want to like go on people's websites anymore but i was thinking is it a conspiracy what if it's actually a conspiracy so that we stop using the web in that way and we all get hooked on social media did you ever think about that what if that was the case because think about it we rely so much on social media even to the point where by the end of this year e-commerce a percentage of e-commerce is going to be done through instagram yeah people are going to start shopping through things like instagram and facebook they've already got the mechanics in place where they've got shopping carts they've got payment processors and that is going to be the next stage so what does that mean for things like blogs personal websites it's definitely food for thought what if they designed it that way it was by design so we all end up on social media and the thing is we're giving them so much data we tell them so much about our lives we post pictures we put our cvs on there they know all our habits what we like what we don't like who we're talking to who we know listen social media is the biggest surveillance tool ever created just a thought let me know what you think get involved in the conversation use the hashtag redesign pod that's it for this week bit of a short one uh back next monday don't forget tickets for cool school next one's on the 13th of february yeah gonna leave a link in the description remember tickets are 10 pounds go to eventbrite and don't forget you can follow us on the instagram as well at cool school gram 
that's it for now take care and we'll catch you next week <laughs>